0: hello and welcome to robin and stephanie's crimeaholics podcast tonight we are going to do a local crime that happened in blackwood new jersey and the little girl's name was charlotte james dawkins hi steph hey So I just wanted to read a little bit that I put together and then we can chat, comment, you know, maybe you got some other things that I didn't see. So I wanted to start off by saying this is our research from what we found on the internet. They are our opinions and conclusions. So don't get all tied up about it. So her name was Charlotte James Dawkins. She was born 12, 11, 13 in Voorhees, New Jersey. She was named James after her father, who did not have a son. She died on 3 17 at Cooper Hospital in Camden, New Jersey. Her mother is Caitlin Royce Dunn Graham, and she was born in 1995, and she was 22 at the time of murder. Her mom is Renee, so you'll hear that name in the podcast, Mm -hmm. and her aunt slash godmother is Kirsten. Charlotte's dad is Anthony Dawkins, who Caitlyn said was not involved in Charlotte's life. And Caitlyn, the mom's boyfriend, his name is Travis Graham, and he was born in 1996, and he was 21 at the time of Charlotte's murder. So. So, Travis, Caitlin, and little Charlotte were living with Travis's parents in Blackwood, New Jersey. And for some time, Travis's ex girlfriend Chelsea and their son Bentley also lived in the parents' house. I find that weird right off the bat. But Honestly, I, didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah. So, Caitlin was at work when Charlotte was abused slash murdered, whatever you want to call it. According to Travis, when he first spoke to the police on March 13, 2017, he was watching Charlotte alone at the house he shared on Bittersweet Drive in Gloucester Township, New Jersey, which is called Blackwood. Mm-hmm. with Caitlin to whom he had proposed marriage just two months before. He claimed that after Charlotte cracked the screen of her iPad, he told her to go to bed. As she headed upstairs towards her bedroom, he overheard her fall down the stairs, but was able to catch her before she hit the bottom. Travis told police that Charlotte was upset for about 30 minutes after, and then she fell asleep. When he tried to awaken her from a nap, he said he noticed traces of blood around her mouth. He claimed he attempted to perform CPR on the child before he drove her to Jefferson Stratford Hospital. So, Charlotte was airlifted to Cooper University Trauma in Camden, where doctors in the Pediatric Intensive Care Unit found her pupils fixed and dilated, indicating a brain injury. They also discovered multiple healing rib fractures and bruises on her forehead, chest, abdomen, and legs. Several times, Charlotte went into cardiac arrest and she was diagnosed with a severe traumatic brain injury. A physician's evaluation concluded that the history, physical exam, and diagnostic studies uh, are um, symptomatic with uh, child physical abuse, to a medical degree of certainty. So shortly after, authorities began to investigate Charlotte's death, which Travis claimed was a tragic accident, but which family members and law enforcement suspected was caused by something more. The medical examiner's office ruled the manner of Charlotte's death undetermined at the time. Travis was arrested in 2018 for taking part in five separate robberies. And he was again questioned about Charlotte's death. Travis now said that Charlotte was standing at the top of the staircase while refusing to take a nap. She pinched him in retaliation. She pinched him. In retaliation, he backhanded her in the forehead with such force that she spun around and fell face first down the stairs, where she laid unresponsive. He claimed she had wet herself, so he changed her soiled clothing and took her to the hospital five minutes after the incident. Lies. Lies. <laughs> However, text messages he sent to Caitlin indicated he actually waited three hours before he walked into the emergency room carrying Charlotte's lifeless body, Uh according to the probable cause statement for his arrest. Travis was also about six foot tall and 160 pounds. So the text messages were on there. Uh-huh. Twelve thirty-eight, he texted Caitlin, L O L, never mind, charges through a hissy fit and dropped dead weight while walking up the stairs. I caught her, but she banged her head. Uh-huh. At one thirty five, he wrote, Her head is pretty bad with bruises. At three twenty six he texted, going to the emergency room. So it That's a long time. Yeah, it was not right away. So, it wasn't until 16 months after Charlotte's death that they finally filed charges against Travis Graham. Her death was then changed to a homicide from blunt force trauma to the head. He was charged with first degree murder and endangering the welfare of a child. I think the long wait was because the ruling of her death was not a homicide in the beginning, right? And I guess they really didn't have much proof. But despite the circumstances surrounding Charlotte's death and Travis, Travis's suspected involvement, Caitlin continued to defend him. At times, butting heads with her mother and other family members over her support of the man her family felt had murdered her daughter. On October 10, 2017, about seven months after Charlotte died, Caitlin gave birth to another daughter who, not long after, was removed from the young couple's custody and placed with a relative. And then, in February of two thousand and eighteen Caitlyn, Caitlin and Travis got married mm. so uh, they wanted to charge the mother Caitlin with not protecting her daughter, but it lacked physical evidence, so she never got charged with anything right mm. and through all the articles and everything. Caitlin and her mom had an on and off again relationship. You can read some posts and articles where the mom is totally against her daughter and her actions and later articles and posts where she is defending her daughter. Some say that they suspected someone was abusing Charlotte. And when they asked about the marks and bruises, Caitlin would cut them off from seeing her.
1: That's what I read.
0: So then... Travis's ex-girlfriend, Chelsea, his baby mama, said that she knew they were mistreating Charlotte and she always had marks and bruises on her. So they were all living in this house. Chelsea got engaged and moved to New York and left her son Bentley behind with Travis. And Travis was supposed to bring... Uh, Bentley up to New York on Christmas, and he got arrested before that, so he, he went to New York to live with his mom. So, if you think he was abusing Charlotte, why would you leave your kid there?
1: Exactly. That's what I was wondering about.
0: <laughs> so, then... Travis had his son every third weekend, so he must have been arrested then for one of the seven robberies. So then he had his son every third weekend and would go to New York and pick him up and drop him off. One weekend, Chelsea said that they went to New York and stayed at her house for the weekend, and she said that Caitlin would also put her hands on Charlotte And that her and Travis would stay upstairs in the bedroom all day and leave Charlotte downstairs with Chelsea and Bentley. And she said that Caitlin would pinch Charlotte's cheek and mouth and leave bruises on her face. And, of course, Chelsea said that uh, Charlotte loved her husband, Blaze, and called him Uncle Blaze. But... (laughs) But while Charlotte was in the pediatric intensive care unit, Caitlin and Thomas were in the room Oh, Travis. Why am I calling him Thomas now? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I was wondering who you were talking about. And they were in the room with Charlotte and they had family and friends out in the hallway. And the family and friends heard the doctor say that Charlotte was being abused, and it happened uh, in the hands of the last person that was with her. And when Caitlin walked out of the room, she told her family that was out in the hallway that the doctor said that her injuries were consistent with a fall. <laughs> So, and then she had her mom, Renee, uh, restricted from seeing Charlotte at the hospital. So, Caitlin decided that she would donate Charlotte's organs. So, she signed the papers to donate Charlotte's organs and left that hospital with Travis and never returned and left medical authority to the godmother... Which was also Caitlin's sister. Uh, she left the medical authority to her, Kirsten. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine?
1: Mm-mm. So, I couldn't. The story kind of bothers me. So yeah.
0: <laughs> so Caitlin's next birthday, she had posted one of those fundraisers on Facebook for Strong Prison Wives. <laughs> I know that. Yeah, and her family and friends tore it up until she took it down. So there was another a podcast that was done on this case. And Caitlin sent in an email to the person and said that she had no idea Travis was abusing Charlotte. She said she took Charlotte to the doctors two weeks before her death. And it's all the doctor said was that she had asthma. Uh, and she said, Travis started being abusive to Caitlin after Charlotte's death. And she said that Charlotte loved Travis and would only let Travis put her to bed. And then she said that Travis brainwashed her. And she said, she said she was then trying to get a divorce. This was after Travis was in jail so Travis stated that he was on drugs and that's why he was robbing the stores to get drug money and that he did drugs to forget things like Charlotte's death. <clears throat> However, Charlotte died after he was robbing stores. So he was already on drugs before that happened. Yeah. And this other podcast that was up, um, So the lady does a podcast and she also has a blog and, you know, she gets pictures from the internet, uh, Facebook, wherever. Are you
1: talking about the stuff for the little children? Yeah.
0: And Mm. they tore her shit up. I saw. Like they were all fighting. Right. Anyway, Renee said, uh, Renee is Caitlin's Caitlin's mom. mom. She said that Travis was abusing Caitlyn and she's tired of people bashing her daughter and that she's seen bruises and busted lips on her daughter. And she said that Travis uh, was great with his own son. So they had no idea that he was abusing Charlotte and said that Caitlyn did what she had to do to save herself and the new baby. But again, that relationship is hot and cold. So you can read some posts, some articles where Renee is totally against her daughter. And then you can read the opposite three seconds later. So um, the new baby still, as far as I could see, uh, the new baby is still in the care of Caitlin's sister, Charlotte's godmother correct so that's what i now, uh, so at that time Travis was 23 years old when they finally charged him he was offered a plea deal in may of 2019 he was offered a 40 year sentence in exchange for a guilty plea to the murder charges and his five armed robberies And they rejected it, and they counter-offered with 15 years. And that was rejected. Obviously. So, Travis said that he wanted to go to trial. Right. Which he was facing a possible life in prison. So, The Friday before the trial was about to begin, he accepted uh, another plea deal. Um, giving some measure of justice to Charlotte's family. As part of the deal, he pled guilty to aggravated manslaughter and three counts of conspiracy to commit armed robbery, thereby admitting he caused Charlotte's death. And also took part in a series of robberies to fuel his drug addiction, menacing victims with a knife or an airsoft gun while he was high on drugs. So as part of the June plea deal, the prosecutor's office said it would ask uh, Superior Court Judge Gwendolyn Blue to sentence Travis to 20 years for manslaughter and 10 years on each robbery charge. The manslaughter sentence must be served before the robbery sentences will begin. And under the terms New Jersey No Early Release Act, Travis must serve at least 85% of each sentence, which means he will spend a minimum of 25 and a half years in prison so that's what i have on that so uh, my opinion is of course same old thing we say every week you take a life you give a life right i don't think he got enough
1: i don't think he did either but i mean i just i feel like there was obviously more abuse than just that one incident um and I feel like the mom should be held accountable, but like, I get there's no physical evidence, but, yeah, but like, I feel you're... like she knew, I feel yeah. like she knew there was other stuff going on. And and sometimes when you're in those type of relationships, so like maybe he was very controlling. I don't, I, you know, I don't know. Um, because what... the minute his mom, at, cause like I read somewhere where the mom, her mom, Renee said that she spent a lot of time with, charlotte until january and when and when she questioned her daughter about a bruise that charlotte had she cut her off and then the next call she got was she was lifeless at the hot in the hospital in march
0: yeah and that's the really confusing part is when you read all these articles and again this is our opinions this is what we read on the internet on social media you know it's not facts it's you know we weren't involved so we positively don't know a hundred percent right the case but in these articles they contradict each other to where they're saying that caitlin knew they're saying that the baby had bruises before her death and then you know three slots down on the internet, it says nobody knew. It says Caitlin was being abused and she was being brainwashed. So it's very wishy-washy. And then she said that the father had no contact with Charlotte. But if you read the comments on that other blog, um, he says quite the opposite.
1: Yeah, I did see that. I did see that. I mean, he basically said that he tried to have some type of relationship, but she kept him from her.
0: Right. But then it said that because he had no relationship with Charlotte, that Caitlin said, if you want to have a relationship with her, that's fine. Come over for a couple of hours and let her get to know you. You can't just pick her up and take her for the weekend. And I get that. Yeah, I get that, too. And how do you know what kind of person he is? I mean, right. you're living with this one idiot that's abusing your daughter, Who and if he's never seen her, who knows? Yeah. Now, I don't get how he was okay with his own kid. Like, was he jealous of Charlotte? Like, what? what the hell is that?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Like, how can you abuse one child and not Another that you know supposedly going to be your stepchild. Um, yeah, I mean, who knows what goes through his people? And maybe it was just one of those. Who knows? Maybe it was just one of those instances. Where he was having a bad day, and she was throwing a temper tantrum, and he was just like, yeah, "You know." And there you she have just had to comes-
0: be fucked in the head to do that. I, I mean, mean you just yeah, don't backhand a baby. I mean, that's just you don't. He probably would. not to the fact that he hit his... her so
1: hard that she spun around and fell face first. Like that's yeah, I mean, well, what did she pretty forceful. Weigh?
0: Like a whole 30 pounds. Right. But like he wouldn't do that to one of his guy friends. Why would you do that to a baby? Right. Like he's yeah. a coward. Like, God, I don't, I don't understand. And for her to leave that hospital and leave her daughter who was basically brain dead and just walk away and never come back i I don't get that
1: i mean i don't I don't get that either. I don't know you know what her situation was again, you know who knows what her relationship was with Travis and how controlling he was or or whatever the case may be. I I mean, I couldn't I do care. it. You couldn't do I it. I don't, don't
0: know. Uh, there's no way on God's green earth I would have left my child there. No way. I don't care. Right. Travis could have killed me right in the goddamn AR. I don't care. I would not have left. Not
1: everybody's child. like that. You know what I mean? Not everybody's strong like that. Not everybody, you know, would do the same thing. I mean, there's plenty that's of parents so out there true. that don't deserve to be freaking parents. We know this.
0: But that's your child. That's your I
1: mean, I get it. I mean, I, I totally get it. But again, like I said, there's, there's several parents out there that don't deserve to be parents. Like they don't know how to be a parent. They don't think of their children first, you know what I mean? Which where we're the complete opposites, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. So like, I was like searching around, poking around on Facebook and Instagram and, you know, it's. It's really amazing that the things that people put on social media that is out there for everyone to see and read, I mean, nothing's sacred. Right. They're just out there calling each other names. And I mean, I get it. I would be totally out of my mind if my child and or grandchild was murdered. I'd be saying all kinds of shit too.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's just a heartbreaking story. There was no, there was no reason for that, you know, to happen. And I mean, again, obviously she was being, it was more than that though. Like she was obviously being abused. She was having ribs that were healing. People had noticed bruises on her and i just i just don't understand I don't, I don't understand people that stay in abusive relationships if in fact she was being abused um but i mean there's you know some of the reports say that she knew that he was doing her and she knew that he was robbing these these places so it was like you stayed with him through all that too like well
2: he was she was doing um, drugs with him though which i don't understand why you know, it says he's doing all these drugs and everything else, she was too, maybe not as bad, but she was still doing them
0: right, yeah, most people don't do them alone you know what I mean It's if one's doing them in a relationship, usually two are
1: typically, yeah
0: but I mean, I'm, I'm glad they took the second child, and I see I mean, so am I I seen some petition where they were I was just going to say that <laughs> where they were signing the petition for her not to get the second baby back. Right. And one of the articles said or it was that, I don't know what the hell it was. One said that Dyfus just wants to close out the case and give her the kid back. Well, I oh. thought the idea of Dyfus was to do what's best for the child. Right,
1: um, yeah, it's a petition, basically, so she's not um uh, there's no reunification um of her with the new with the new baby, um, but like even that says like she she causes issues with the relatives, um, you know, Caitlin does. She was
0: unstable.
1: She's unstable. She was recently evicted from her apartment. She doesn't have a vehicle. Like, she relies on her mom to help her pay her bills. I mean, but there's a long history of her and her mom having, you know, a volatile relationship. Um, You know, there's been things documented in public Facebook posts. Um, You know, and it's only a matter of time before they have a huge falling out again. Um, yes, I, I don't is. know. I don't know why you would want to unify her with knowing that, I mean, just the way she... Like, it's, it's almost like she didn't believe that he did it. Like, like that she actually fell. like she... I felt like she kind of almost believed him in the beginning.
0: She must have, but... <laughs> That one article said that in the hospital room, that the doctor told them that, you know, this was from abuse and it happened by the hands of the last person that had her, which was obviously Travis. And why do you take 10 steps out of that room and tell a lie? So I'm thinking she must have done something
1: I mean, yeah, true. Or maybe she knew, because like, because if people doctor, had questioned her before about the bruises, so maybe she didn't want everyone to jump to conclusions that he had done something, so that's why she lied, until she, she, she could get the facts. I, I don't know.
0: But it said, it also said that they were living with his parents. Was his mom home? When this happened?
1: See, I didn't read that anywhere that they were living with his parents. I didn't see that.
0: Yeah. It was in this. So, I wanted to read some of the comments that are on that other blog.
1: What the stuff for the little children?
0: Yeah. So, I wasn't trying to put that name out there, but.
1: Oh, sorry. My bad.
0: <laughs> so, Anthony Dawkins is the father, and this is from him. Mm -hmm. And it's telling her, you know, thank you, for the one that did the podcast. Thank you, and thank you for shedding light on how terrible of a person Caitlin was. Caitlin is just as guilty as Travis, and I wish charges will be filed against her, but I don't think that's going to happen. And thank you for doing your research. This was well put together, and I respect that someone would actually took the time to get all the details and not going off word of mouth. I respect you and thank you again. And the lady who did the podcast said that means a lot to me. Thank you so much. I do a ton of research for each post and as hard as it is to write these stories, I started this blog, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, the the grandmom chimes in (laughs) at one point and some of these have to have been deleted because
1: yeah it doesn't go in order i was trying to like this doesn't make sense like
0: yeah yeah. so the father again anthony says renee first off charlie a lot of people called her charlie i read in a couple Mm -hmm. of articles i did that too Charlie was kept from me and the entire family. I fought so many times to see my daughter and Kate made it impossible. I never went to a court date or hearing because all of you guys are pieces of shit. You support your daughter who let your granddaughter walk around with broken ribs for over a week without medical attention. The reason I never went to a hearing is because I will not and cannot be in the room with a man who murdered my daughter without snapping the fuck out and fighting someone. And if I see Caitlin, I will also snap out. If I was a piece of shit, deadbeat father, then Caitlin wouldn't be calling me at least once a month trying to talk to me or having her friends call me saying she wants to have sex, which is disgusting. I do not want to see any of you guys, and I do not like any of you guys. Your piece of shit daughter married the man who killed her daughter, and you're on good terms with her? You guys can say what you want, but months before Charlie passed, no one was allowed to see Charlie, not even you. Uh I even was going to go to court to see Charlie, and I'm the deadbeat. No, Renee, you're crazy. Don't speak on what you have no idea about. If you have anything to say, you can call me, and I'll be glad to speak. And then the next couple of posts are from him, and... I don't know. There's no one else there. So they had to be deleted.
1: Yeah, I think they were. I think like whatever Renee maybe was posting was, had, had been deleted because I don't see any from Renee.
0: Well, it is all here. So the next one, Anthony says the post is accurate. The detectives knew and kept me up to date with everything going on and knew my reasons for not going, and understood. I support this post and can ensure you it's accurate and, Renee, it's all public records. The post is allowed to stay up. You shouldn't post on Facebook and call those news channels who used your pictures, which made it possible for the creator of this page to use. And then again, he says, wait, I read this wrong. Sorry. Renee, I never said me and Kate were on good terms. Six months prior to her death, I was fighting to see my daughter. I was going to court with you so we could make that possible. And then Renee there's a post from her.
1: Oh, see, I didn't see that one.
0: It says, Anthony, you were so funny. I have the screenshots of you contacting her. Oh, and trying to get with her cousin. I am not doing this. I am very sorry this has turned ugly here. Anthony is a irrelevant human being. He didn't even have rights in the hospital. Neither did she. Kirsten has more rights than he did. As for speaking to detectives, you haven't since April 2017. So stop trying to act like you know anything. Because if you spoke to them, then you would know a lot more and you don't. In fact, the little info you got about no medical attention would be corrected. But see, you don't know. And where you... And where where were you you when we had our meetings with the prosecutors? Um, Not there. So you do, Anthony. You're in a delusional world. We had talked, and this seriously undermines her memory and the respect issue we talked about. Please delete his comments. He is no one. So
2: when this happened, I was kinda like I was kind of friends
0: with Caitlin at the
2: time. And I don't hold this. And when we got the news that Charlotte died, um about three days after my friend messaged me and actually told me what Caitlin said and what Travis did. But nobody knew that at the time. Like, Renee didn't know. Like, nobody knew besides Caitlyn and my friend and my friends told me. Mm -hmm. So, I... Renee messaged me because I just put out there, like, you know, rest in peace, Charlotte. It's really a bad thing and everything else. And then she started messaging me and everything. And I went through my messages right now. And she was like, I... If Caitlyn knows and Caitlyn did something and Caitlyn abused... You know, Charlotte, she needs to go to jail. Like, I understand she's my daughter, but, you know, if she did something, she needs to go with Travis. Right. But now it's, you know, a month later, it's like, oh, well, Caitlyn didn't do anything. Caitlyn's fine.
0: You know, it was all Travis. She was being
1: abused herself. Was basically right. What she's
0: but, so, I mean... I know a lot of people that have that on again, off again relationship with their kids. I get that. But if you, Travis wasn't charged until what? 18 months later. So right off the bat, if you think that Travis is guilty and your daughter has a part in it, how do you get past that?
1: My, here's my other issue. I read somewhere where he was like a suspect, Right off the get go.
0: So So I'm thinking why not go go ahead. ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. I'm thinking again, there's not enough evidence. But I kind of feel feel like maybe
1: if they put a little bit of pressure on him, he might have caved. Like I I don't know. I I feel like 18 months is too long.
0: It is, but Can they really charge him with anything when her death was not ruled a homicide off the bat? You know what I mean? I mean, probably not. If it's not ruled a homicide off the bat, there's no crime. How can you charge someone? Yeah, I guess. So I don't I'm know, it just bothers me. That's why it took so long, and it wasn't until they arrested him for all the robberies mm-hmm. that they were able to really put pressure on him.
1: Right, because he they questioned about his heroin use, and he said he did it So he was doing it to forget things like Charlotte's death. Yeah, and so obviously then they started pressuring him for information, and he was contradicting his original story, so they knew something was up.
0: So. I read in different articles where like, uh, Caitlin's father also thought it was Travis from the beginning. Renee thought it was Travis from the beginning. Like all these people thought it was him from the beginning. Right. Um, like, I don't understand. Wouldn't you go drag your daughter out of there? You know what I mean? Maybe I'm just an over. Baring overprotective mother, but I'd go drag my daughter out of there. I don't um, care. She was what twenty two. I mean, you, yeah. you can drag a twenty two year old. You know what yeah, I mean? They're barely can. an adult.
1: I mean, I mean, I was in that situation when I was her age. And let me tell you something. All I had to do was call my dad and say, "Dad, I need, I need to pack up. I need to leave now." And he was there in five minutes and we packed me up and we got me out of there. Yeah. Like, you know, that's what parents do.
0: I don't know where she falls in line. Like her mom has, I don't know, seven, eight children and her dad has other children too. So I, I don't know where she falls in line if she's the oldest of them all or whatever, but you should have siblings that, are, are willing to fight for you, protect you, your parents, you should have friends. Like, you know, I've been in an abusive relationship, so I understand. And I've had a kid in an abusive relationship. I understand. But never was my child being abused. Right. So I did what I did For me and my kids the same as she did, but mine never went went to my kid. It was the abuse was just me. Right. You know what I mean? There's a whole different set of rules when it goes down to your children. And me as a mom, I'm sorry, I'd be all up at that door pulling my damn daughter out. Pretty sure you've done that, haven't you? Oh, and And I've snatched up boyfriends by the neck, Right. But I don't know. There's just, there's just so much. He said, she said bullshit with this case.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, I'm just, I'm just glad he finally actually kind of confessed to it to give the family some closure. Like.
0: Right. And I'm glad they didn't have to go through the trial.
1: Right. Exactly. Because I feel like that would have just been heartbreaking yeah, for the family more devastating right um, because I think I had read somewhere that like even even when he brought her to the hospital she was almost like the the, the bruising on her face and the, where it had it started to swell and everything like that she was almost unrecognizable
0: yeah and the godmother said that you know the only way that she could recognize her was because of those long blonde curls
1: curls right
0: and so,
1: I mean, no family should have to relive that through a trial, just own up to your piece of shit ass, like, and right. what you did.
0: <laughs> You're the big bad man, except right. the responsibility. But right. what, what pisses me off is guys like this one abuse little, innocent, three-year-old, but why don't you take your anger out on a man, someone your size? You were six foot, 160 pounds, and you're going to pick on a, a 35 pound baby? Like a right. piece of shit. I hope he's getting his in prison. I, I hope he's getting it every day.
1: So we know what prison he's in.
0: It it was on that website. Because um, he's got uh prison time and the robbery time so all right. all right here is his parole dates December 23rd 2042 he will be eligible for parole and he's got theft uh, conspiracy Robbery or carjacking, robbery, bodily injury, or force, conspiracy, robbery, or carjacking, conspiracy, robbery, or carjacking, conspiracy, robbing, or carjacking, manslaughter, aggravated, and another conspiracy, robbery, or carjacking. One, two. Huh. That's insane. And then. Oh, well, at least this one didn't change his name like our last couple. Right, exactly.
1: exactly. Yeah,
0: and I haven't seen that he filed an appeal.
1: No, because I, I was kind of trying to look to see, like I said, the only thing that I came across was you know the petition for them not to uh, reunite Caitlin with the new baby, but I haven't seen him file an appeal, but I mean I don't know. Yeah,
0: because when he was arrested
1: so, I, I mean, maybe he won't, maybe he's just going to do his time and
0: He was six foot, 160 pounds. Like, how do you even dream of hitting a three-year-old? So he's at NSP. What's that? Um, I want to
1: say, let's say Northern State in Newark.
0: Oh, that's not in Trenton? quite the opposite the
1: one in trenton is new jersey state this is northern state there's like you know there's like 10 prisons in jersey right no yeah there's a lot
0: that's craziness <laughs> right there's a lot there's a lot of assholes in this state right i mean most of them
1: are up north jersey thank god you know but yeah,
0: i really wish that I don't know. I I really wish, hope, and pray that he's getting his every day in jail because they don't like child molesters, child yes. abusers. And the godmother said that after Caitlin had left and left her in charge of Charlotte, that she had to sit there with Charlotte while they did a rape kit on her. Oh, and, I didn't read that. Oh, that's and horrible. her to have her organs harvested. Mm. Like and I I'm pretty sure Caitlin um that Kirsten is younger than Caitlin.
1: What I think I read that too, yeah.
0: Yeah. So I mean that's a lot on a parent. I can't imagine <laughs> how much that was on an aunt, a godmother.
1: Right i mean sometimes you know the family members are gonna do what's best for the kids you know what i mean and just to keep them safe and
0: yeah i couldn't imagine you know everyone walking out and just leaving her there like you know thank god for kirsten but i don't I don't get it. And because we weren't in that situation, we weren't in that relationship, we'll never understand it. And shit, Caitlin might not even understand why she did what she did. Right. But I'm I'm not happy with that sentencing. That's not enough.
1: No, because you figure, so he's going to be out in 20 years. So he's going to be like in his mid-40s.
0: Yeah. Like, why? Why do you get a second chance at life, but that little girl don't?
1: Right. She's got but, a sister yeah.
0: she'll never meet, you know?
1: I mean, not that he'll probably, you know, amount to anything when he gets out. Who knows? But, um...
0: I mean, here's to hoping that he gets denied parole. Right.
1: Which, here's, I mean...
0: Here's to hoping he gets more time in there. I mean... Right. Once an asshole, always an asshole.
1: But again, like you said, though, like he can pick on people smaller than him. I'm sure he's not picking on nobody in prison. Exactly.
0: So, and you, you know, he. I really would like to throw out that P word because that's apparently what he is. That you could pick on a three year old, but not another man. Right. But I'll refrain from saying that word because we all know what word <laughs> I'm talking about. But it just, no. It sure, you don't want to say it. <laughs> It irks me to the core that mm-hmm. someone can do that.
1: Yeah, it's 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 heart, it's a heartbreaking story. It should have never happened. I just like you said, I hope he doesn't get out.
0: And I mean she was such a beautiful little girl. Not that she was some super other cute, kid yeah. deserves it, but she was such a beautiful, bubbly little girl that loved <laughs> Batman and Tiaras and you know, the family did get to say their words when he was being sentenced. Sorry. What is that called? Not your final word, your impact statement. Oh, yeah, that family impact statement. Yeah, so they got to speak that and get that off their chest. And the judge was uh, pretty upset that he showed no remorse at any time. They had videos of Charlotte in the background, you know, dressed up as a princess or Batman, her birthday parties, little videos, was playing in the background. And when he walked in a courtroom, he seen it and put his head down and never picked his head back up.
1: That's Yeah, I did read that.
0: I mean, like, you are a piece of shit. You don't deserve my tax dollars feeding you. Because I feed you some rat poisoning in a Uh Mm-hmm. Me too yeah i can't i just can't with that like there be flowers in the
1: attic up in there
0: (laughs) (laughs) i just hope bubba's getting him and getting him good
1: i hope so too
0: too
1: i hope he drops that soap maybe he's being bad and he's in like
0: i mean solitary or something justice will be deserved. uh Served. Will be served when somebody takes him out in that jail. Mm, That would be great. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he should never be able to walk outside a free man because that baby never gets to... Yeah,
1: I just don't understand the whole sentencing process. Like, how do you take a life and and just can be out in 25 years? Like...
0: Yeah, I don't...
1: don't Doesn't that life mean more than
0: that? I mean... and I would think it would be more of a math equation. Like, okay, she was three. Uh, she would probably live until she was 80. So three minus 80 is...
1: Look at she doing a whole matrix.
0: Is 77. So he should get 77 years in jail. I would think it would be math. It wouldn't be, yeah. you know, I I think it would be clear cut. What what the sentencing is? I don't think you should get these plea bargains and all this other shit. Right. I mean, you know. I mean, he
1: wound up actually getting a better deal than the original uh, um, plea bargain that he was offered, which was forty. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they actually gave him a better deal. Right. But was still before the trial
0: was still more than their counter offer.
1: Right. I mean, his counter offer was absolutely ridiculous. Like, yeah, who's going to Yeah, sure, let's just give you 15 years for killing a three-year-old little girl.
0: And, and all robberies. these robberies. Yeah.
1: Like, are you smoking crack today? Like, he what? He went
0: in there with an airsoft gun. The pictures <laughs> of him robbing the stores were absolutely ridiculous with his friggin' hoodie on and his airsoft gun. It wasn't even a real gun. <clears throat> like... So anyway, yeah. we will call him a Pussy Willow. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So what did it say? It was an airsoft gun and something else. Oh, a knife.
1: His knife and his Right, a knife gun. was the other one.
0: And some of the robberies, he was the getaway driver. I did see that. Yeah. He's just a piece of shit that deserves to never come out. And, you know, you can follow this crime on Facebook. It's called Charlotte's Voice, where they're giving Charlotte a voice, even though she's not here and doesn't have one. Um, I think the aunt uh, is behind that page, and she posts updates and pictures. And there's pictures there of... uh, Like, where they did a collage of Charlotte and her little sister. Um, You know, and there's family updates on there. So, I really hope that Renee and Caitlin can fix their relationship and stop having a hot cold. Because I couldn't imagine having a hot cold relationship with my daughter. And I would assume Caitlin needs therapy. Like... You just don't get over that.
1: What, um, does anyone know what she's doing with her life now? Like where she's at? Does Stephanie know anything about that?
0: No. And, you know, she's been blocked from her Facebook. But, you know, what I read from the internet was saying that she was still totally unstable.
1: Yeah, I mean, I did read that about as far as, um... But i mean, you know, just that... wanting to let her see her kid or whatever the case may be.
0: So she might be 26, 27 now, and I'm going to call her a kid. She needs love. Like, she straight up needs therapy and love because I, I don't know how you would get through that and then bring a child into this world, and that child's dad is the one that murdered your daughter and you don't have that child either. Like that's a lot. Like she seriously needs some unconditional love and therapy.
1: She needs something because I don't feel like you're ever right after losing a child, regardless of the situation.
0: No. Like
1: that's just heartbreaking.
0: Even if she knew and, you know Travis was threatening her abusing her whatever the hell happened whatever just she lost a child she right. no she's lost two children like i don't care what happened with who what when where how the the girl needs some serious therapy and some unconditional love i agree like I can't imagine trying to heal from something like that. So I'm not trying to, you know, put anyone down or, you know, say they did it wrong because you, you really don't know unless you're there. Right. But going forward, that girl needs a lot of unconditional love and therapy to even be a productive member of society. All right. You know, I mean, it's really sad. I can't, I can't imagine. I just can't. So any final words? No, I'm good. I don't have any final words. My final words are <laughs> trust your instincts. If something is telling you right. something is wrong, it's wrong, boo. Right. It's wrong. That's not a good and, you know, on that note, uh, I guess we'll end this podcast. You can follow us on socials, uh, Robin and Stephanie's Crimeaholic Podcast. If you want to reach out to us, we're on Instagram or Facebook. Um, follow, like, share, and we will chat about another local crime next week. <sighs> Peace out. (laughs) Have a great night. Bye. Bye.